Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bored and Annoyed. I'm home at the movies. I'm Jackson. I'm Spoiler Steve. Oh, what? Uh, who the fuck is this uh, guy? What? Uh, who invited this guy to our show? Is this not seen at movie reviews? No. no. Oh, oh, no. The you? wires have been crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, yeah, so this week um I have guested, I've been a guest, guested on uh Spoiler Steve's show, mm. Seen It Movie Reviews, and uh we decided to invite him on this week to be a third chair for us. So hey, Steve, welcome. Yeah, thank you so much for letting me join. I'm really looking forward to the the topic today. And yeah, real quick, uh Steve, can you just tell us a little bit about your show, what you guys do over there? Yeah, me and uh, my co-hosts, Kova, Kenny, Cecil, and Dan, we uh, review movies, new and old. Uh, We try to see as many new releases as we can, along with Netflix and everything else. And we also uh, do older movies as well. So movies that some of us haven't seen, we will uh, elect to watch, and then we'll have reviews about that as well. Uh, So we'll have sometimes eight movie reviews per episode sometimes, uh, and really that it is, that's all it is. And I'm also on a podcast called Tied to the MCU, where me and a bunch of friends just uh, travel down memory lane, revisiting everything in the MCU. Yeah, I think that actually showed up on my suggested feed the other day. They're, Not gee, even joking. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking to the residents well, uh, you might not you might not like it because uh you, i mean we're i'm kind of a fan of the netflix shows and uh, oh, i don't think you yeah. will like oh uh, you might want yeah oh, i'm man. a big fan right. of agents of shield i know you're not a big fan of that right yeah, i'm a big right, fan of the right show though, we were so gonna, i'm excited like, to be here right when we were uh, building a bond just had to get severed <laughs> yeah you should have seen the twinkle in his eye yeah. oh oh mcu <laughs> um i would do want to say though that these guys i met these guys because they shit on hereditary mm-hmm. which was my number one movie last year that's uh, right so that's kind of how this started but it's turned into a friendship and it's all for the best. And, you know, I'm not going to hold it against them that they're wrong. It's blossomed into something beautiful. Right. Exactly. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So welcome <laughs> to the show, Steve. Yeah. This week we are discussing reboots that nobody asked for. Boy, yeah, and with this came up because we had one come out last weekend. Yeah, that nobody asked nobody for. Nobody asked for that, right. Some of us enjoyed it a little bit more than the others. Yep. Maybe you should check out our review for that. Correct. Do that. Steve Steve's joined also, us on that as yep, well. Yep. But uh, we're going to do our standard thing first, which is movie news. So we got our first look at the new Chucky doll. I saw that today. Yeah, Steve, did you see that? Uh, I think so. I think it was like a picture for a promotion of the trailer, right? Yeah. Yep. 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 Mark Hamill showed that. Yeah. So, thoughts? Well, speaking of reboots nobody asked for, <laughs> uh, this is another case to me looking at this this picture. It doesn't look different enough to justify its existence right on, on first look. Right. Like, they didn't go for anything crazy here. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm glad. I'm glad that it's not like a fucking robot. Fa- like, it's not one of those, like, you know, those dogs that would bark and then they would flip. Oh, yes. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad it's not like that. It looks it, like a doll. Yes. Right. It looks like a doll. But you're right. It is way too just what we've seen before. Right. Uh, Steve. Now, Steve, are you uh, do you like Chucky? Have you seen Chucky or never seen it? So, oh, yeah, geez. it just looks like a doll to me. 
Look, I've never seen Chucky. Yeah. Man. No, I, I'm, yeah, I mean, Jackson, we've had the conversation, but uh, what's it called? Um, I was never really, I never really grew up with horror movies besides yeah. like Poltergeist or The Exorcist. So That's it's, right. it's a very small list of horrors and movies I've seen before like two years ago. Well, you know, I'm kind of in the same boat, but being around Jackson has made me experience a bunch of them. <laughs> Tell, for better or for worse. I'll, I'll tell you this. Most of them, nowhere near as good as people say, and also nowhere near as scary as people say. Yeah. So, uh, now, this is your excuse, though, Steve. Now you have to revisit Child's Play before the new one comes out for your show. I mean, if you're going to be is, a, it, is so, it like a TV movie? No, no. It's a legit movie. It's from like the okay. 80s uh, slasher movie. It's about TV quality. I'm just kidding. I mean, we've, we discussed this on our show. If you go to our website, you can search uh, Child's Play. You'll find our discussion on this and um, Cult of Chucky, I believe. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I uh, it, the 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 puppeteering in the first movie is like there's parts of it it's that great. are like it's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. But um, and yeah, there's a good performance given by uh, uh, what Brad Dourif. Brad Dourif. Yep. I know because you say it. Like every other week. Brad Dourif, he's my boy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all right, going to the next piece of news. Hellboy did not scare up a box office result worth uh, going to hell over. I don't know. I couldn't come up with puns on that. So I guessed like <laughs> 10 or less. Did it break 10? 12. Ah. So cool. my initial thought of 11 was a little pessimistic. Okay. You were a little closer, though. You yeah. win. Yeah. You win nothing. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I win a movie that's not good, that doesn't deserve to make money, not doing well. That's what I win. Well, just let's table that discussion for the reboots nobody asked for, sure. because that's a perfect, sure. you know. Is anybody surprised by this? Steve, are you surprised it didn't make more money? I, I'm surprised it made double digits. Oh, oh, snap. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're going to keep going with the box office news, though. So apparently Dark Phoenix is projected to have a franchise low 40 to 50 million opening weekend, which is below the Wolverine, which uh, that was the lowest. It That is the lowest. Okay. But that, I think, is because it was following Last Stand and then X-Men Origins, which are arguably sure. the worst of the franchise. Uh, first, what's it called? Came out before Wolverine, right? What? Uh, first class. Oh, shit. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. It did. It did. Yeah. So, but nobody saw that. That was kind of the problem with that one. Right. But uh, yeah, 53 for Wolverine and 54 for X-Men way back in uh, uh, 2000. So, uh, dying franchise. Yes. Perfect time to die, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to the MCU. Are you talking because it's thematically relevant because it's a phoenix and phoenix yeah, needs go. to die? Before yeah, that's rise. you read my mind. <laughs> okay. That's exactly what I was thinking. All right, Steve, uh, as someone who's tied to the MCU, uh, yeah. what do you think about this? Do you think this is good for uh, like the X-Men brand in general um, to have it fail this much before it comes to the MCU? No, not really. I don't want it to fail. It's just it's been very disappointing the past couple of movies. Uh, mm. Apocalypse was dreadful. Uh and it's just one of those things where it's just it's just very disappointing. And uh, I'm glad that Disney has it now, but I don't mind just like we don't, we didn't need the Phoenix movie, but I guess they want to try again because Last Sand was so bad. But mm. yeah, I, I mean, 
I don't know. It's just everything that we've been hearing about the movie and all the pushbacks it's been doing. I'm hoping it's at least decent and better than Apocalypse, but that's not really not saying that's not saying much right, right now because of was, how bad they were. Apocalypse was so boring. Ugh. It was awful. It really was terrible. I mean, I, I always say this, but like I always know a movie is like god awful when I get a headache from it. And I got a headache from that one, so <laughs> That happened to both Batman and Superman, Batman v Superman, and that. So, yeah, fuck that movie. But um, not Hellboy. Not Hellboy. I don't know. I left uh, giving away the review here. But, <laughs> but sorry, I had Steve. to. I, I just had to. Yeah, living up to your name. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I was just, I was like, all right, Saturday morning, got the weekend off, gonna go see a movie. Gonna get me some popcorn. Hellboy. Hellboy. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Hellboy right. it up. Hey, go listen to our Hellboy review, people. Yeah. Everybody settle down. <laughs> sorry, right. sorry, I won't bring it up again. <laughs> all right. So, uh, last piece of news, kind of like we covered a shit ton of news because we actually just recorded like just a few days ago. So, yep. last piece of news I have is uh, Game of Thrones actually beats its viewership record that it had uh, from the finale of finale of last season, which was sixteen point nine million. They beat it, and uh, they got seventeen point four million viewers across different platforms. So uh, the show is on the rise. Strangely, in its last season, it's on the rise. Well, everybody's kind of talking about it. it never got bad. Right. So now it's the final season. Everybody's like, oh, you know, they've had almost two years. That's right. the other part of this. Everybody's fucking pumped on social media and shit. That's true. Um, to the point where there are lots of people who are saying, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Well, can, can we just like we should have a whole episode about those people. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Steve, are you those people? What's that? The book readers? No, the people no. who don't watch Game of Thrones and have to tell you about it every five minutes. Oh, I think. I don't think they tell us every five minutes because I, I watch Game of Thrones, but I'm always under the impression when you see those memes and stuff. I think it's more of like we're so shocked that they are that when they say it in that tone of like, leave me alone, we're just offended. Mm. See, I don't even feel like it's a leave me alone thing. I feel like they want you to know that Th they're they, superior yeah. because they don't like that dumb fantasy show. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I could but be like, wrong. I feel like you get that tone, though, after saying it 10 times over like the past like five years. Like, I don't watch mm. it. Like, get over it. You know, that's like how I was with Lost or See, Dexter. I, I just, like, even never got into See, it. And I and I yeah, that's a good point. I give those people the whole like, you should watch it. It's a great show. It's written really well. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, but that's really annoying if you're hearing that all the time. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Although, you know what? They are dumb for not watching it. Right. So I don't feel bad for them. Well, whoa, at, at, whoa, whoa. At, at, <laughs> at some point, they are choosing to be contrarians. Right, exactly. That's what it really How is. How could it not be good? <laughs> Everyone's like raving about it. Right. I mean, it's possible. Unless you're somebody who just doesn't like the human imagination. And yeah, that's fantasy. true. There are those people. Those but, people are fucking weird. But yeah. And there's people that don't like Middle Earth in general. That's true. Uh, yeah. This is Westeros, Steve. <laughs> you know what you know what I mean. Where's Gandalf? Where are the eagles? I'm disgusted. Bye, you fools. <laughs> All right, bye, Steve. We'll see you next time. Ah. You you have lost. You're off the show. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that was it for news. That's it for news. That's okay. all I saw. Uh, so, Steve, as you probably know from listening to our show, this is where we typically go with shit we watched for the week. Yeah, Steve, you do listen to the show, correct? 
I think it's I presumptuous. I am actually a big fan. Yeah, he's all right. a fan. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I, I, I think, think it's I've presumptuous been since uh, your hereditary episode. Oh, oh there you go. So, so yeah. Steve, did you watch anything this week? That anything notable you want to tell us about that you watched? Uh, did you guys see the Silence or the Perfect Date on Netflix? I have not watched either. I saw the trailer for the Silence. I was like, oh, it's like the Sandra Bullock movie. <laughs> Yeah, or like a quiet place. Yeah, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, the the that, does that have Stanley yeah. Tucci in it? Uh, it yeah, does. right. Okay, yeah. that makes me want to watch it. So, without spoiling it, spoiler, Steve, tell us about Oof, it. Okay, um, it's it's a lot like a quiet place. It's a lot like Bird Box. The CGI is probably the worst part of the movie. Hmm. Uh, while it's only ninety minutes. And the story is like, it makes a lot of sense. At the same time, you can just tell by the writing and the beats of the movie. They're just trying to manipulate your feelings. I know every movie does that, but you can just feel like this is the part where you need to cry. This is the part where you need to cheer. And besides like the third act, it's kind of just a slow, boring movie. And then something crazy happens at in the third act. And then the movie's over, you know, and they're just, I don't know. I gave it a, like a, a, a flat D. No, like a, okay. a 65. Okay. Nice so job transferring not, into yeah. our grading system, by the way. <laughs> Appreciate yeah. that. Seamless. Yeah, seamless transition. Would have been seamless if you hadn't said anything. Well, I mean, he said D and then he started some <laughs> mumbling some nonsense about a 65. <laughs> what? what? I don't know I what that numbers? means. What? We're not in the same universe, but but no, I, uh, <laughs> I got to watch that. I mean, this is the thing with Netflix, right? There's tons of shit like this that comes out and it's like you, all, you're only giving up a couple hours right. and it sounds like this movie gets bonus points because 90 minutes. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I didn't have to leave my house. Uh, Bonus points minutes. for short. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's again, a universal a rule. Yeah, if it's short, bonus points. Yep. Yeah, Alex, what did you watch? So um, I'm I'm on my MCU rewatch. Oh, okay. So which ones did you get through? So I watched Guardians. I I, I watched Guardians one, Guardians two, and Age of Ultron. Okay, those are the three, and it's only been a couple days. So. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, you're you're three movies in two days or three days three, or what? three days. Three, three days. days. Okay. Yeah. So Guardians one. Yes. This is a flat out A. This movie is fucking fantastic. Character work is great. Music is great. Heart is amazing. Uh, narrative is good. I actually like Ronan as a villain. I think he's underrated because I think uh, Lee Pace puts in a, a amazing performance for what he's given. Uh, Thanos, it's a good introduction to Thanos. Um, yeah, I, I love this movie. This is an A. All right. I I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. Right, right. Yeah, I, I liked Guardians. It's probably one of my favorite franchises in the MCU mm. at this point. It's right. the funniest, I would say, overall. I Personal opinion, I think Ragnarok is funnier. Okay. But obviously, as a franchise. As a franchise, as a right. franchise yes, obviously. Okay. Um. Yeah, Steve, have you, I mean, you're a Marvel guy, or do you have any thoughts on the Guardians of the Galaxy movies in general, both of them? Uh, yeah, I'm actually on the edge of my seat waiting to see what, Alex, do you like the first one or second one more? Oh, okay. Okay. I can well, tell you this, but I'll let him go. I, I, well, I, you know, are, are we just, just going doing my... the second? Yeah, okay, do the whole okay. thing. Right. So Guardians 2. <sighs> this is a B. Ooh. This is this is a sharp decline on the first one, and it's because you can feel James Gunn trying so hard with the comedy. In the first one, the comedy is so organic, and it never overrides like the heart of the movie. And it's still a good movie. There's still good heart in it. Yondu's, and I guess spoilers for all this shit. 
Right. No. Yeah. But Yondu's death scene is great. And, you know, we kind of talked last time about, um, you know, most emotional, saddest moments in the MCU. And it really is up there. It is. Yeah, it's, it's great. really great. The third act of the second one is amazing. This, this, yes. The third act of the second one is what raises right. the movie. Um, I think that the first act is a little problematic. Um, I don't think that the setup is as great. Uh, I really hate the whole, like, oh, famously huge turds. I hate that line. It's so, look at us, we're trying to make a joke. And um, I don't like the uh, the jumping through the portal scene where everybody's eyes are bugging sure. out. It's it, it went a little too cartoony, which if the series had started out that cartoony on the first one, I would not have been so just irritated by it in the second one okay but it felt a little too cartoonish for me so that's a b that's a drop off okay um, uh steve what which one do you like better steve i like the first one better i can't believe i'm saying this but this is like the first franchise that i completely agree with alex yeah, yeah i i like the first one yeah. overall better but i do really like the second one right. i mean i like them both they're right. both good right yeah, I, I, like I'm just going to echo what Alex said. The second one's good, but they just try so hard in the jokes, and it's just like, can we just and Drax? I know in the comics, Drax is a a, a, a literal buffoon. Yes, but like they don't give him any advancement in Guardians Two mm -hmm. or in Infinity War. Yep, it's one of the sore spots I have from the MCU is that Drax started out to be like you know this. He had like a ton of potential, and he's fought the Hulk, and he's supposed to be really strong, and he's just kind of. He's goofy man at this point. He's fucking yeah. great, though. I do love him. I do love the whole, like, I'm Batista's invisible scene. Great. Yeah, I mean, he still makes me laugh. Yeah. And I do but love But that's this. all he is now, though. Right. That's all they're using him for. I think that's the big problem. It's just, we need a joke. Throw Drax in there. Right. And and I, I will say there are bits that I really love, um, like the scene with him and Mantis in the second one where he, you know, she feels the sadness in him when he thinks about his, his daughter. Yeah. Fantastic scene. Um... And I, he does have heart, and Batista has a lot of range, so I hope they start utilizing him a little bit more. I'm not super irritated about it, you okay. know? Um, it's just a mild gripe. Uh, and then Age of Ultron. Um, you know, everybody's kind of like, you know, it's the, it's the redheaded stepchild of the, uh, the Avengers franchise. Um, and I'm going to give this a B-. minus. Okay. Um, You're probably I, nicer to it than most. Well, I yeah, di I did not like it when it first came out. Okay. Upon this rewatch, the parts that were annoying—the setup for Infinity War, the setup for Ragnarok, the setup for Civil War—those things felt forced. But upon a rewatch, they feel a little bit more organic, and you have good ties, good, you know, neuron synapses in your brain with those movies that actually affects this movie okay. in a positive light, which I did not expect because this was probably like a, a C plus for me the first time I saw it. I and just, if I remember correctly, the thing that bothered me the most in that movie was the, the climactic battle at the end. It just leaves a lot to be desired to it's, me. It's not great. It's not great. Right. Like there are great bits. And I actually think that James Spader, like everybody's got I love like, James Spader. I, I actually like his, his Ultron. I know some people really hated, you know, like the whole, like, uh, I can't throw up in my mouth line, 
you know. Uh, well, he's supposed to be a smart ass like Tony is, yes, right? He's yeah. supposed to be like a, another version of Tony. Yeah. So he's I mean, a smart ass for a reason. And that's not what he is in the comics, but it's like, I'm not going to get on Marvel for changing things from the comics because mostly they do that for, for good reasons right. most of the time. Um, and I like it. They made him a little bit more interesting than, say, just Skynet embodied, you know. Um, but yeah, it's 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 good. The scene where Ultron first shows up is is pretty great. Um, and all of the actors really do a good job in this movie. Um, and I would say that's like a standard across the entire Marvel universe is that all of the acting is really good. So yeah, it's a, it's a B minus raised. I did not expect it to happen, but it raised, I, I enjoyed it more. It's really weird. There you go. Steve, do you have thoughts about Ultron? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm around the C plus I'm still around the C plus just because like everything that goes on with the, the Hulk and, uh, and Black Widow isn't really that's kind of that feels mm. for a lot. There's just a lot that's of things that right. feels forced. I do love a lot, though, the act like the party and the first act and everything. Right. And Alex, I got to ask you, because I, I ask people a lot uh, this question a lot. Do you think Captain America was able to actually pick up Mjolnir oh. and just stopped? Or do you think it only budged? Because so, I'm under the impression he doesn't want to pick it up. So. Yeah, Listen, I'm going to step outside during this nerd discussion. <laughs> this is a great and, question. Oh, yeah, go ahead. It's 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 a great question. It legit it is. So, I mean, you can go one of two ways, which is he's got the secret about Tony's dad and how da- Tony's dad was killed and so therefore because of that secret, he's not as pure as the cap is from the comics who can lift the hammer. There's that. But I also am just personally in love with the idea that Steve is such a good guy that he doesn't pick up the hammer because it knows he knows it would wound Thor's ego so much. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I think that's confirmed because the reason Vision can pick it up at the end of the movie is because we see in Infinity War, he's like Wanda. Just he, he will lay his life down for his teammates. Right. And that's exactly what Steve would do. He right. would lay over the wire. And, and Vision does in a sense. Right. So that's why Vision is able to. That That's my opinion, at least. Right. But... The only difference is between the two is that Steve has that secret about Tony and he's not, he hasn't told Tony that. And I yeah, think, I, you, you think that has something to do with it? I, do, I really do. I do. Okay. I, I mean, I, I never really thought about it until civil war came out and then it was like, Oh my God, that changes that scene completely. Uh, so I don't know. And I do think that there's going to be a payoff for that in Endgame. I do think he's going yeah. to lift uh, either Mjolnir or uh, 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 Stormbreaker. Yeah. So, that's that's our MCU corner for today. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got for shit we watched, Jackson? Uh, oh yeah, well I don't quite have MCU movies here. Yeah. So uh, as those of you who have been listening know, I've been diving into Shutter recently, which is the uh, the basically a Netflix with horror shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, fantastic, by the way. First off, I just want to give that service an A because oh, nice. it is like I did not expect. To find, I thought it would just be a bunch of garbage mm-hmm. and then like a couple good things, but there's some really entertaining shit in here. Uh, one thing I watched this week that this wasn't great, um, it, it's going to get a C from me, is a movie called uh, Cue the Winged Serpent. Um, Larry Cohen just died. He was a director. He directed like some wacky movies like this. Mm-hmm. But this movie uh, is about a Aztec god named... Uh, Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. You know about this? Have you seen this? No, I just know mythology. Okay. So he's in New York City. Okay. And he is going around like 
grabbing people and eating them and shit. Oh, okay. Okay. And then the characters in this, you have David Carradine from Kill Bill. Oh, Bill yeah. is the cop. Okay. Uh, there, there's another cop in it um, who is played by uh, Richard Roundtree. Um, Richard Roundtree has been in a ton of shit as well. He played Shaft, for instance. He's oh, the right. other cop. Right. So uh, there's those two. And then there's Michael Mori- Moriarty plays Jimmy. And he's like the main character sort of who like finds out where the is, serpent is staying and shit. Is his last name Moriarty? Yes. That's fantastic. Why? Mori- Professor Moriarty? Uh, well, whatever. Sherlock. Sherlock. Oh, yeah. Duh. Okay. He is a racist wife beater main oh. character. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, just the way we like him. It is just it's wow. Mm-hmm. It's wow. wow. I mean, you're I don't know who the fuck. I mean, I guess Larry Cohen, but um is it played off like he's like look at this jerk or is it like hey, there goes I mean, John. He it's played off that like he's a total asshole, okay. Okay. but he is like basically your protagonist. I mean, you've got the two cops. I guess David Carradine could be seen as the protagonist, but all he's really doing is trying to figure out what the monster is and shit. Mm -hmm. Because it's one of those things where David Carradine, like, he kind of starts to figure it out. Gotcha. But this guy knows about the monster, knows where its nest is, and he basically blackmails the city into him, you know, telling them where it is. This is your main character. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just a wacky movie. If you're ever interested in watching like an old, weird, Q you know, kind of winged Q, Q, colon, the winged serpent. Because they knew that Quetzalcoatl would not fly. Correct. Correct. But yeah, so there was that. And then the only other thing I watched. Oh, I'm giving that a C. Yeah. You, you, uh, the only other thing I watched, uh, continuing my Dracula slash vampire um, obsession. No, not Twilight. I watched uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, right. uh, Which was the Francis Ford Coppola one with um, Gary Oldman as Dracula. uh, Anthony Hopkins as Van Helsing. Get to the the best one. uh, Keanu Reeves (laughs) as Jonathan Harker and Winona Ryder as as Lucy. Oh, my God. You've never seen this? You've never seen this? Not this one. I never oh, even heard of this one. Yes. Yeah. Keanu yes. Reeves. And it was directed by Francis Ford Coppola, who did The Godfather. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I, when did it come out? Uh, 92. Yeah. Wow. Okay. This is uh, this is one to add to the list. Have you seen this? I own it. Yeah. I think it's good. I think <laughs> it's underrated. It's good. Keanu Reeves is terrible. Yeah. He's the worst though. thing in the movie. Everyone else like really gives it their all and yeah. like puts on this like. He's in full Bill and Ted mode. Well, what's funny about him in this is like. The rest of the characters, all the actors are kind of putting out their like really dramatic. Yeah. You know, and, and it works. Yep. With everyone but him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, this one, uh, I, Steve, I don't know if you listened last week, but I watched uh, Nosferatu and uh, I watched the Nosferatu yeah. remake from the 70s. And um, uh, Nosferatu was Dracula, but they didn't have the license to use Dracula. Yeah. So they called it Nosferatu. So it's the same kind of story. Um, some of the visuals in this are fucking great. Yes. Like the dream, like, like the shadows moving when the yep. characters are moving in different directions and shit. Yeah. I mean, just from like, uh, 
like a filmmaking perspective, like cinematography, even the music, the soundtrack is good. Gary Oldman is good. Yep. It's um, all done in camera too, which is what makes it more impressive. Right. It's, I mean, some of the scenes in this are you're, it's a dream. It's yeah. like, you know, the one of the things I love in it is when uh, Jonathan Harker gets off the train at the beginning mm-hmm. and there's the scene where like Dracula or his minion comes and picks him up in the uh, the carriage. Yes. And like takes him to the castle, you know, yep. but like when he picks him up, it's like Keanu Reeves kind of floats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fuck like in the movie, like plays tricks on your head like that, where it's mm. like, OK, clearly he has to know something is up here because he's floating. Right. But is he actually floating or is it just like it's how he feels? Right. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. yeah, Steve. If you haven't seen that one, you should watch it. Yeah. What do you give it for? Okay. Grade? Uh, B plus. All right. It's not. It has problems narratively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's like they turned it into a real romance mo- movie. First of all. Yeah. Um, he's out for to go back to get his woman who like died because the whole thing, the whole setup for this is basically that he uh he was fighting in their crusades and someone had shot a note into the, his castle saying that he was he was killed and his wife jumped off of a tower into the river and killed herself um played by Winona Ryder and then Jonathan Harker goes to visit Dracula and he sees a picture of of Jonathan Harker's wife and it's Winona Ryder what this is the same movie yeah yes Yes. And then Dracula decides I got to go to London and, you know, steal Keanu's bitch, basically. Is the yeah. movie. But it's uh, it's good. Anthony Hopkins really hams it up as Van Helsing. Stealing Keanu's bitch. That's the subtitle. Yes. Right. Right. But um, yeah, I, I that one, I've always felt like that movie was much maligned for no reason. I think mm. it's good. It's a good movie. Someone really tried to make a fucking Dracula movie. Yep. And it's got an awesome cast. I mean, you heard Steve go, what? I didn't yeah. even heard of this. Because yeah. you're listing off the names and you're like, holy shit. And it's also got like Carrie Ells is in there from uh, Princess Bride. Yep. Um, it's got a couple other people in it, too. But yeah, but yeah there you go. I'm done done with that. But it's it's not as good as Nosferatu. Okay. But it's good. Steve, did you have anything else that you that you saw? Uh, the, the only thing I saw was um, uh, The Perfect Date. Uh, on Netflix as well. That uh, I gave that a, a B. The perfect date. Uh, it's it's yeah. It's a uh, it's a, another uh, rom com. Uh, have you guys seen all to all the boys I used to or I used to love? Uh, is that the one? It starts out with like a little girl and she's like in a house with a family and she's like writing some stuff. Yeah, and then her okay, sister yeah. sends all the letters okay. to the boyfriends. Yeah, I started watching that <laughs> and I was like, I can't fucking do this. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that was really good. So I was okay. about to say, that's what uh, I it's hear. not as everybody, good as that one. Everybody loves that movie. And I'm like, the it's acting, so good. I just could not get past the acting. At what's this called? Uh, everybody. To uh, All the Boys I Loved is the one that we're talking all about. All the but boys. Then, okay. But then what is the I used one? to love, I think. This one's called The Perfect Date. The and perfect that's about date. the same main guy from To All the Boys is the main character in this movie. And in this movie, he uh, needs money to get into... Uh, college, I forget which college he's trying to get into Yale, I think. Okay. So in order to, in order to make the money, cause his dad's like a uh, failed writer and everything. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't clean up the house and everything like that. And his mom's, you know, gone. Uh, he and his friend create an app. So he's basically a gigolo, but he doesn't have sex with people. He just, he, he's a perfect date for rich people. 
So he goes on all these dates and everything else. And he, the idea comes to him because this guy asks him to take out his cousin and, you know, the cousin is going to be the love interest by the end of the movie. And, you know, it checks off boxes and everything. Uh, but it was very entertaining. And, and again, only an hour and a half. So you can't beat that. And it's in your living room. Bonus points. Yeah. It, okay. I feel like I saw the trailer for this. Is this one of those big, like, was Netflix kind of pushing this on you when, when you logged in the other day? <laughs> they might have. Oh, oh, not the other. I mean, you mean on Tuesday, right? You mean well, on, whenever uh, you on watched Monday? it? Yeah, at seven p.m. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> well, no, because uh, what's it called? They they finally after like three four months, they finally realize I'm watching all the new releases that weekend, so they're finally actually promoting it okay. the day of release for me. So I've already seen it. Okay. But, okay. Uh, yeah, because they were pushing that on me the other day. I feel like, and I I started watching the trailer. And I was like, eh, maybe with the girlfriend, but not on my own. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's fine. Paint by numbers and everything. You know, there's nothing new. It doesn't recreate the wheel. If anything, I would recommend to all the boys I used to love over this one. Okay. Now, did either of you watch the Brie Larson one? I started it and I fell yes. asleep. How was that, Steve? Unicorn. Stores? I gave that a D. Okay. Oh. Yeah, it's really unicorn weird. story. Yeah. It's real. It's really yeah, it's, weird. Um. I mean, what are your, uh, well, I'm, you watched the whole thing. Yeah. So what are your thoughts, you, Steve? Spoiler, yeah. Steve. For, it felt like a, um, I couldn't tell if the movie was trying to be a midlife crisis, queer life crisis, mm. growing up crisis sort of thing. It was like one of those things where it's like, she's kicked out of college. She's got to turn to an adult. And now Samuel Jackson is trying to sell her a unicorn. Right. And it's, that's like the movie. And it's really weird. I, I would, yeah. It's like I don't know if it's a coming of age movie or a midlife or quarter life crisis. Like I would recommend something like Lady Bird or Tully over something okay. like Unicorn this, Store. Well, what I thought of Unicorn Store is that it seemed surreal, and I can't. It's not the movie's fault that I fell asleep. I started at like ten thirty at night, which is just a dumb idea. Um, and but, well, it's very independent, very artsy. It's very feel, artsy. So it, yeah. And what Steve said about like the idea that it's like quarter life crisis, midlife crisis, needing to grow up thing. That's I feel like intentional because they're kind of like this girl acts like she's 12. She's building a house for a unicorn and she's in her 30s. Oh, that's the plot. Yeah. Sam Jackson shows up out of nowhere and you, you, you're meant to almost wonder if she's like insane because yeah. she shows up at a unicorn store that sam jackson runs she's the only one there and he's the only she one gets there. a letter she gets a letter she to gets go a to letter from him yeah it's very yeah. like willa willy wonka i gotta watch this it's real. it's weird and i keep on i'm like it's not great i like brie larson in it though i actually think she's got some she, she does some good acting in it because she's playing like the weird slightly touched kind of person okay um sam jackson's great because i can't tell if he's malevolent or if he's really just this innocent unicorn salesman um so it's weird i am going to revisit it because i want to see where it goes but it's not great yeah it's it's and definitely like, and not Brie great Larson, yeah and she directs it yes so oh really uh, yeah i believe can, directorial can, debut and you can tell. yeah and this was this was released at <laughs> tiff in 2017 so they've been sitting on this movie yeah uh this was probably done before captain marvel yeah and um, i kind of i mean it's not it, and it also really is not great because do you remember that bar that part where they're showing all the commercials on tv yeah and when she's watching that like that was a little that was cringe inducing it, it's just like i think this movie would have been better if she wasn't the main character you think so 
Do you think it's I, her? Because this you, is her directorial debut. How, you mm. know how hard it is to direct a movie in right. general? She's also got to act in it. You right. Know? I actually thought her acting was fine. Like, I actually liked her as a character, but I don't, like I said, I, I got about 45 minutes in, so maybe that changes. I don't know. But there's yeah. one. Did you see the did you see the meeting, like the actual sales pitch for the the unicorn for the vacuum? Oh, no, I haven't. No, I didn't get to that okay. part yet. OK. All right. Well, we'll get part two from Alex yeah. next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah. Well, now you got me excited because that sounds like a tipping point is what Steve's saying. That, I mean, it's the only good part of the movie. Really? OK. OK. okay. I mean, right. the most or I should say to take it back, the most entertaining part of the movie. Oh, and I will say this too, Jackson, if you do check this out, there's some pretty heavy politics in this. Oh, is there? Yes. Oh, boy. There's a lot of like, look at how men treat women in it. It's pretty heavy handed with it's that. It's just kind of really stuff. heavy handed. With it's the pretty messages. heavy. Handed. OK. OK. So I don't know if that's going to bother you. I'm kind of like, I see it. I know it's there. Whatever. Like, is this the point? My, my question was, is this is the point of the movie? Brie, or is the point of the movie that this girl needs to grow up but i'll check it out yeah i uh i saw like a poster for it and i was interested in seeing it which is why i asked about it that's how things work but um <laughs> yeah you know i i think that there's kind of something more important to talk about though oh yeah we do have one last thing yeah i for mean shit we watched uh game of thrones Started game, this week. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. That's the theme song. Dragons. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, by the way, did you notice the little change to the map section of the? Oh, show? that was great. Yeah, it was pretty good. I had nerded out a little uh, bit on that. What'd you think? Uh, I thought. That this was a, it was a good episode. Oh, okay. Here we go. But it was a little slow. Not quite as good as Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not 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 quite as good. No, I can't even. I can't even. Don't you um, dare. Yeah. Don't you um, dare. <laughs> I, okay, I liked it. I did. But my whole thought was we've spent the entire series like. The entire series is meant to be build up for this season and to have n- not a whole lot of payoff in this, especially going after season seven, which was almost all payoff. It was all payoff. Too much payoffs. Too so, much payoff. So, yeah, to go to all payoff to no payoff was a it was a there was payoff. I would disagree with you that there was no payoff. OK, I'll let Steve. There was there was some there was some payoff. There wasn't a ton and okay. there wasn't there wasn't really any action. I was kind of hoping that they would. Because they have such a limited amount of episodes this season, I was hoping that they're they might just start out with a little bit of a battle or end on a battle okay. or you know something. But they didn't, which uh, it was good. It was still a good mo- uh, movie. movie. Yeah, mm. every episode is a movie. God, he's really fumbling over himself over there. Well, I know I'm just going to get torn to shreds yeah, by, uh, by, uh, by Steve, these. Steve, how about you? Are we talking spoilers right now or spoiler free? Uh, let's spoiler do spoiler free. free. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not okay. everybody's had a chance I, to watch it. Okay, then the movie, the, the, the movie, the show, the episode, the first episode's fine. Okay. Uh, the, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like you can tell it's a setup episode. You can tell halfway through the episode, it's only going to be set up, and uh, that's really all I can say. That's a that's a really good point. That you could tell that this was meant to be 
a setup episode and that you knew about halfway through that there, narratively there was almost no way that anything like huge was going to happen. There's one big thing that happens in this episode. I mean, I I think the whole episode is a payoff because all these characters that you've been waiting to fucking be reunited this entire time for a decade. It's nice. Yeah, no, that's like like they're meeting up again and to me that's like that's huge. It's You know what I mean? Like that's a huge payoff to me. Like okay, finally, like we had Arya about to bump into fucking multiple characters right. multiple times and finally like they're all together. Um the big payoff thing is clearly the you know, the Spoilers? news that's broken. Oh, okay. The news that's broken <laughs> okay. to a certain character. Yeah. Um and I don't even think we need to like say it. Everyone listening to this who saw it knows. So Jackson is in love with this episode. Yeah, it was really good. I thought it, it was I thought it was great. And Steve and I are like, it's it's pretty good. But you guys clearly uh you want your cum shots every There's, fucking five second episode. It, so you know whatever. Well, no, it's I guess that, that, yeah, what am I gonna do here? <laughs> no, 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 it's not even that though. Like that one scene that you're talking about, like even that felt a little lackluster just because of the reaction it got in the episode. You know really? what I mean? It's it's kind of like there wasn't like there's water. Uh, what's it called? Um, cool, water cooler talk, but not like the water mm. cooler talk you're expecting to do for Game of Thrones. Right. Oh, like, so you're there's saying six episodes. There's not a, ten. There's six. This is that. It's so, kind of a good you know, point in that. Yeah, but the water cooler talk for this episode is like. Yeah, man, it was so good last night. I can't wait to see what happens next week when blah, blah, blah. And then everybody has mm. their theorizing. The problem with last season was that every episode, there was some big fucking battle thing happening, which some was awesome. crazy shit happening. And, you know, for a Transformers fan. Yeah, you sure the, are getting all yeah, but I'm not action going, I'm not going to the Transformers for the same reason I'm going to Game of Thrones. You know what at I'm the, saying? At this point with Game of Thrones, I think you expect a little bit more action because there have been, you know, almost entire seasons that are built off of what made this episode what it is. I mean, I guess. I guess I'm alone on this one, but... Well, I, I mean, mean if I, I haven't seen any robots in disguise in Game of Thrones, I'll say that much. You don't know that. <laughs> what ha, have we gotten inside the dragons? Yeah, that's true. Dragon bots, <laughs> dino bots. Um, by the way, can someone build a fucking saddle for one of these dragons? Right. Yeah, I kept on. Uh, thinking I mean, that. I get it. Like you can't saddle them. I think is the idea because right. they're just too free, and they'll. You oh, know. it's going to happen. It's it's foreshadowed in the first season with Tyrion. It's got to happen. Oh, well, no. See, I would have said that was the case, but the. The, and I'm this it happened mm. last year. So this is spoiler free mm -hmm. or this is a spoiler if you didn't watch last season, but they lost one of the dragons. Yeah. So I don't know which one he would get. Well, yeah, everybody was like, oh, it'll be John and Tyrion and, and, Daenerys. and Daenerys. But now I'm well, kind of yeah, like, but he oh. can still be like, I have an idea. I did this for brand ones here. John here. No, see, I don't think know, they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to okay. do it. Or we could they maybe it probably won't. Uh, because Game of Thrones is not this type of show. <laughs> but they could do uh, John gets on the ice dragon because John is sort of like the bridge, you know, between two people. Yeah, because he's, he's half dead. He's he, well, he's half dead or he did die. He, he is came dead. That's the other thing nobody's talking about, by the way. Right. Like he has a price to pay. He right. can't be the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like well, he's he's that he's also half Stark, half Targaryen, right. which is like fire and ice. And he's 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 dead 
He's dead. But he was brought. He was. He was killed and then brought back to life by the fire god. Which I feel like they haven't been as clear about how that works and what the the punishment right. is for that. Because you don't just live your life. Right. This is like Pet cemetery, right. you know? Like, you, you can't just come back, like, sometimes right. dead is sometimes better. Dead better. Wouldn't that uh, be great if somebody said that? <laughs> right. But I, I, I do, I do, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he could have gotten on the ice dragon, but it won't happen. I don't um, think Tyrion's should, getting on a dragon. I could be wrong, but. Right. I Yeah. As much as I would like to see it. Um, do you guys want to do spoilers? I mean, I don't even know. Yes. If we, you Okay. All right. Okay. Spoiler, Steve. G. Uh, G. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, what do you got? I mean, the, honestly, the only other thing I really wanted to say was halfway through the episode, I knew nobody was dying. Hmm. Yeah, that's but see, I think that's be- what the biggest thing was. Like, we got stakes, and here it's just like, hey, remember this? Hey, remember that? Hey, 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 you let me to die. Uh, I robbed you first. Cool. But it's just like, uh, all right, can we – like, the only death was just that lord that nobody knew before this episode. Yeah, but why – I mean, what is – does someone have to die for the I mean, that's what I don't get when there's if, when if there's only if, six episodes left in the series. Yes. Well, no. See, I disagree because you could have six I people know. killed in one episode. And no, here's you're the problem. right. You're right. Here's the problem, too, is like if somebody dies in every episode of Game of Thrones, then it becomes predictable. Then it becomes predictable. That's right. The, the point is, you don't know who's going to die. You know, somebody's going to fucking die. Right. I, so just just Steve, I know you want someone to die. <laughs> just hang I, I on like, though, someone will die know, for I, you I, soon i know it's just like if this was like walking dead or something yeah i'm expecting deaths here and there but the game of thrones is so good at like keeping you on your toes mm. i i feel like i would have been surprised if somebody did die this episode right you know? that's actually, just like one and that's a good point because it does keep you on your toes because there are a lot of deaths that came out of left field would you two stop ganging up on me no i'm just good <laughs> points back and forth i, I mean I, well this, it's, steve brought up the point of like i think basically the point is that you could feel the momentum of the episode and in that way it became predictable because you knew what kind of episode you were watching sure but there's i mean there's such good shit in here we're in spoilers now like the right. whole sam thing the sam scene was maybe out. oh it was amazing sam scene was maybe my favorite scene like what an acting thing. job by that fucker dude well when he got told oh, that yeah. his dad died and his right. face was like kind of shocked and then he's like oh i'll just go visit my brother and then right. she's like oh yeah him too and he just right. loses it okay. it was really good it was really yeah. yeah he's phenomenal he is and it's one of those moments where it almost, and I like Kit Harrington, but it actually makes Kit Harrington look worse because the Sam is so good, right? He's so great. Yeah, I would agree. And then they go to Kit Harrington and his reaction to "Here's your dad and your lineage." You're like, "Well, it's Jon Snow," and it's a standard Jon Snow reaction. I, you're right. It kind of is, which is why I think what Steve said about the moment and it not yeah. playing super well. I think that's why it is, is because Kit Harrington didn't take it the extra notch that it I needed mean, to go it kind of played also, well because he's, he's sorry go ahead steve no uh, but just with that scene though he's half dead so he might be told don't show emotion because you've lost it you know mm. so either way it just the scene didn't really it wasn't that kick you were expecting i think he like he 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 knows that it's true right i mean he does uh, well yeah yeah he knows that sam's not bullshitting him yep and he's you trying think he'd to ask, like where did you hear this from 
Well, it doesn't really matter. Well, didn't he say yeah. that like Bran and I like figured it figured out? Yeah, it out Bran then. looked does oh, his thing. Okay. I did my research. Bran did what he does. Yeah, and blah blah blah. But I like that bit too with Bran where Jamie shows back up at the right. end. He's like, "Oh, I was just waiting for, or I'm just waiting for an old friend, or whatever he says." And then Jamie shows up and he's just eyeing him down. Like, right? That was pretty fucking good. Okay. Because yeah. last time he saw him, he was shoving him out the fucking window. Right. So, so question. The end of the first episode. Yes. Right. Yeah. God. Well, yeah. that was neat, too, how, like, the parallels. it was the procession of the. Yes. King- yeah, right. The, yeah. The parallels between season one, episode yeah, one, cool. and, and this. Really good. But so my question to you guys about Bran is, is now that Bran is kind of like this, you know, Zen monk type guy, you know, very removed from uh, the proceedings, it's almost like he's playing chess with human beings. Sure. Um, do you think, because this is uh, probably the only prediction that I have that I feel safe making about Game of Thrones season eight, which is I believe that Bran will get a talking to from somebody in House Stark because he is so cold and calculating. Somebody is going to die and somebody is going to find out that Bran knew that this person was going to die and it's going to come to a head. That's your that's your big prediction. That's my only prediction because I think it's the only thing that's a safe bet. I hope someone kills Bran. I'm tired of looking at his face. Right. I just I don't know. So that only, actor I don't think is very good. That's my opinion. But well, the only he, other thing I can think of, Alex, with yeah. that prediction is what if, uh, what's it called? What if somebody dies he wasn't expecting to die? Ooh, that 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 would be good. Oh, that see that would be okay. good. Yeah. That would be that would be fantastic actually because then it's kind of like ooh. Yeah, because then he's out of his element. He's like, "What? What does this mean?" Well, he does kind of have that like like story breaking Doctor Strange thing going on, where it's like if he knows how this all ends and he's the seer or whatever, then then where's the tension? Right? Yeah, like he does certain amount of tension is is taken out. And the problem is, is with anybody who can see the future or time travel or anything like that, when you know the future and you have that character, uh, if they aren't freaking out, then you have to deal with like the standard like is this destiny and what is human choice and blah, blah, blah. Like it's the same thing you've seen in any I, one I of like these. I need to reread what the rules for the brand character are. Cause I'm not always clear on what his like deal is. Right. Like he can enter other animals and shit. He can like go to the trees and see the past. That was one of the best bits is when he went to the past the wedding. And, 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 and the, uh, well, that well no my favorite is when the white walker dude saw him oh, while yeah. he was in the vision right. that's one of like those like big huge like changes the mythology changes the rules yeah um that's always cool uh i'm kind of wondering though so there's something from the books that i found interesting which is like one of the first starks were one of the people who like built the wall or whatever yeah i was just going to bring this up okay brandon the builder brandon yes and the whole idea of like like there always needs to be a stark on the wall i kind of wonder if like that's part of the reason why the wall fell is because john wasn't there. there yeah I mean, it depends. So what are the rules as far as Stark? Are you only a Stark if you have male, if you're from male lineage and it's your given last name? Or are you still a Stark if it's a woman's? That would be I'm some saying? shitty magic. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I mean, technically, you're, you're like, asking if it's Stark. It, you're asking if it, well, when like, you change your name legally, it's like, up. Oh, like Cersei's no kids aren't Bar- Baratheons, mm. even though she's married to a Baratheon. By blood they and that's are, her though. middle name. By blood they her are. Her last name. 
No, no, they're not. They're they're Lannisters because her literally they're all Lannister. Right. I mean, one hundred percent. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. You're like, right. You're right. Like, I was. I was. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, but maybe I'm talking out of my ass, and I don't know what I'm talking well, no, about. They, but they it seems like be. they value the male. You know, fatherhood, the, so the, the male if, genes going down. So you're more. wondering if magic reflects. Well, I don't know about magic. Just the know, patriarchy. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. As Jordan <laughs> Peterson would say. Yes. The, the, the patriarchy. The patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Steve, what were you going to say about um, uh, the lineage there? There's a uh, there's a theory going around that brand could be war- warging into all the brands. Okay, um, all and the there's brands. also and there's Raisin another theory brand. that oh shit the, uh, the the Night King is one of the first Starks who could possibly be a Bran Stark. Yeah, I like so that. Do you think yeah. this is all Bran just doing everything? I mean, I think that I uh, see this is <laughs> what if Game of Thrones is it's Bran, just, all just Bran. Bran versus Bran versus Bran in different I mean, time periods. So it's like it's I like tr- did. I try not to uh, do this mm. because I know that, like, I don't fucking know. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, but yeah, yeah. I like, I love the idea that the Night King is a Stark. I yes. can't remember exactly. I've read all these, by the way, Steve. I don't know if you know that or not, but um, I don't know. Oh, I think oh, that okay. kind of makes sense. Right. But, the, well, I've read all these, but that's up until, like, the end of season five, because that fat fuck right. won't write <laughs> yeah. any more goddamn fucking books, piece of shit. And but are we going to do this every week? We should, every week. Every update. week. That goddamn fat fucking yeah. piece of He's shit. He's too busy writing the prologue <laughs> that I don't need or want or give two yeah. fucks about. Yeah, the Wikipedia or the article. Of the King's He's getting ready for the Jets draft picks next week. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucker piece of shit. You know that anyway. he puts in... Uh, New England and the Giants in the book. Yeah, there you go. Wait, what? Yeah, the, yeah, go, they're the, like, uh, what is the 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 Giants beat up the Patriots or something at one point? I forget exactly what it is. I never read the books, but I don't I listen I don't, to a lot of podcasts about. I it. I don't remember that exactly, but that, I would believe it. I mean, I would believe that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, everything in his book is like a fucking bastardized version of something else. Like every right. big event that the happens is the, like is a real historical thing right. that he's like blown yeah. completely out of proportion or whatever it's uh the big thing is the war of the roses that's like the big yeah. thing that he based it around yeah he's he's great when he yeah. writes but you know he's fat and he's gonna die in two years and i'll never read any <laughs> of his books and you know what george Sorry. if you if you ever listen to this uh and you want to get mad at me for saying you're gonna die before you finish at the pace you're writing i would die before you finish and i'm 30 years old so so what do you think of the theory that he will announce right after the, the series finale that both books are now available for pre-order? No, I think way. that's a dream. No way. He's lost the thread. Okay. All you have to do is read the books to see what happened. It's pretty clear because three is like the best book ever. And then the next two are, I mean, I hate to say it. The next two are like steaming piles of shit. They're wow. not. They're they're fine, I guess. Uh, but they're, they're the ones that you have to read chronology chronologically. Yeah, right? they're like not. Like, they're all chopped up. You can tell he didn't really know what the fuck he was doing, and that's why they've taken him so long to write because he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's writing. He mm. he's written himself into a corner he can't get out of. So, well, some people say that that's a good idea. Uh, well, there you go. 
Anyway, enough <laughs> of Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah. Are we ready yeah, for I think our topic so. of the week? Or? I think we are. All right. Um, so the topic this week. Uh, inspired by Hellboy. Inspired by Hellboy. Again, go listen to our review. Spoiler, Steve is featured on it. Um, listen because of him. Even if you don't like us. Listen <laughs> <laughs> for him. Um, yeah. So uh, how did you put the topic? I know it's like shit, reboot, bullshit, garbage, something. Reboots that nobody asked ah, for. Okay. So reboots that nobody asked for. So um, I'm going to start on this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that the biggest one for me, maybe ever, was The Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. The the Andrew Garfield reboot of Spider-Man done by Sony. Uh, To me, it was completely uninspired. It was a cash grab that... Like, I don't remember anyone saying they wanted new Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. I know that Raimi was kind of working on four or wanted to do four. And there was a reason why they couldn't do four. Uh, Four Um, kind of fell through. Right. Yeah. Something happened. But but the movie. But the problem with the amazing Spider-Man is that like a lot of the same shit happens as happened in the 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 Tobey Maguire version. Right. None of it's as interesting, though. Like, it's not done as well. Like, the Uncle Ben thing, uh, Aunt May, like, their relationship, all that shit is still there. The only big difference, I guess, is you swapped Mary Jane for for fucking, what's her name? Um, Uh, Gwen Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy, yeah, Emma Stone. Uh, But other than that, I mean... The, the villain sucks. The plot sucks. The plot yeah. is a ripoff of Batman Begins, only instead of making everyone lunatics, he wants, he wants to, to make everybody lizards. lizards. Yeah. So that was, that was the one, like, out of all the reboots that I've seen, that one was the one where I left the theater a little mad. Mm. Like, I was irritated that I spent my money on it. You know? uh, I mean, the the problem with the Amazing Spider-Man series and Steve, feel free to jump in at any point. Yeah, just cut us off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say right now that I, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw the first 20 minutes of it. And once they started remaking his parents origin, I stopped the movie and was like, I'm out. I don't give a fuck. I never saw the sequel. Smart man. Yeah. That's yeah. really smart. Yeah, because you didn't yeah, miss Spider-Man fucking made anything. Me... Well, the worst thing is that yeah. they marketed it as like this, like the origin that you never knew. And then you got none of that. Right. You had to wait till the sequel to get that. And it was a steaming pile of shit that made no sense. Yeah. What they should have said was the origin you never wanted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Better tagline. Honest. Trailers. I don't know if that's really good. Yeah. That's not good marketing. But. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I mean. The problem with I'm a in lot the minority, of, by the way, I like the second one better. I don't understand how it is more chopped up because it is so more incoherent be, because that's why, because it's just so ridiculous. I mean, you have Paul Giamatti popping up at the end as the fucking rhino. I'm the rhino. It's so bad Fuck and that. hilarious. It's a fucking you abortion. have you have a villain whose whose main reason for being pissed is because like somebody didn't remember his birthday or Peter yeah. Parker didn't remember him. Also, or the electricity fixes his his gap in his teeth. Makes sense. Ugh. It's but just, yeah, anyway. Go ahead. Anyways, the problem with the movie, I'd say in general, and, and this reboot in general, is like you already had a really, really good original version in the first two Spider-Man movies. But the problem is, is that you're retreading shit that's already been done really well, which yeah. is why the homecoming version is infinitely better. Yeah, because it's not the exact same bullshit. Right. They yeah. know. Yeah. They know. Right. 
So, you know, that's a good point. Well, hold on. I don't think Sony knows. I think the MCU and Kevin Feige knows. Right. And that's Very why correct. Homecoming yes. is good. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Agreed. And then they learned from that and got Phil Lord and Chris Miller to do Into the Spider-Verse. I think I still think that Into the Spider-Verse is a fucking fluke. You think it's a what? secret MCU oh, movie? Fluke. Okay. fluke. Okay. Yes. I do okay. not think it's going to happen again because Sony <laughs> has got to Sony. Sony yeah. made Blade Runner 2049. Uh, I mean, I don't disagree. After seeing Lego Movie 2, I agree with you. Oh, God. That was a disappointment, yeah. too. Dude, yeah. Sony fucking blows. I'm sorry. I, uh, Steve, I don't know how you feel about Venom, but Venom fucking sucked ass. Hated it. Gave it a there we uh, go. F. Yeah, so Sony's going to Sony. That's the other problem with this reboot. Well, hold it came on. from to, Sony. To be clear, Steve, Venom is better than Hellboy, correct? Yes. Yeah. Not okay. by much, but yes. I gave it an F. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually, <laughs> I actually hated. Yeah, I actually hated Venom more than yeah, this. Yeah, well, that that's because it offends you more personally. I do, <laughs> I, I do think yeah, that's part like, of it. Right, I, that, I do yeah, think that I that's would, part of it. Yeah. Um, well, don't you like for, to make out with uh, Venom? Oh, uh, what what was that? I uh, yeah, Spider Man. But 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 to your point though about like you're trying to do the same things. Yes, that's when I don't think these work. I think, you know, we were talking earlier before the show uh, started about you brought up the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which is kind of a reboot because, you know, they are trying to get uh, more sequels out of it or whatever. Yeah. But that's another example where it's like it copies the same scenes with like new effects. Yes. But it does like none of them are as good. It tries to do the same shit. It has kind of the same themes and none of it is is pulled off as well. Right. You know, like Nightmare on Elm Street has aged kind of poorly, but it still works because it's like an 80s movie. Like when you try to do some of this shit again and it's like, no, we're used to this now. It's a new version. It doesn't work. And RoboCop is another reboot that sucks, by the way. Right. Well, it's the same thing with uh, like Total Recall. I mean, yep. but that's but I mean, is that a reboot or a re, uh, you know, a remake? That's where know? that could that opens a whole other can of worms. Because, right. you know, some, I was about to go into that. Right. So what do you, I mean, Steve, what are your thoughts on that topic? I guess well, that, that was my question going to be. What are your thoughts on the, the definition of a remake with a reboot? Because anybody could actually argue that the Amazing Spider-Man is just a remake. Yeah, see, I think a reboot is like you're using the same elements, but you're trying to kick off another franchise. It's, like it's, like yeah. Beauty and the Beast is a remake. Right. It's you know all about I mean? intent. Yeah. Are you trying to? It's something that's based on a franchise that's trying to become a new franchise. Uh, here's a question for you. Casino Royale. Is that a reboot? Yes. Casino Royale is a, a reboot. Absolutely. Yeah, I would agree. But it's a good one. It's a new actor. Uh, by the way, I don't know if that was Steve's. Uh, was that a, a sound effect that door creak, or was that, that was an my actual? Door, that was my door opening, letting my uh, Chihuahua into the room. Oh, I was, oh, okay. was going to say, did Kova's <laughs> son of a bitch ass just walk in? <laughs> uh, but no, um, yeah. So I, you would consider Casino Royale a reboot? Absolutely. Even though Bond is kind of rebooted every time they change actor, but he's not though. Actually, never mind. Well, no, because Casino thing, Royale was different than like just changing actors. Right. Casino Royale was like a brand new, yes. like wiping the slate clean. Yep. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead, Steve. Uh, well, like for me, like it's it gets really weird for me, but like because I feel like a lot more people are doing remakes and they're calling them reboots. Because mm. for me, a reboot is something where you're in the same universe, 
but you're going to be continuing the story. Like if someone found a DeLorean oh, uh, in the that's like in a the 50s. Soft, that's like a soft You'd reboot. You'd call that a soft reboot Yeah, then? hard reboot is when they just start over. Like new Ghostbusters is a reboot. Okay, yep. What about Force Awakens? Soft reboot or reboot? Force Awakens would be a reboot in general, I feel, just because you're I, in the same universe and you're continuing. Every, like, I the Force Awakens straight, and the Phantom Menace are both reboots. Is that just a sequel? I thought it was just a straight sequel. I mean, they're continuing the numbering. It's a reboot, though. It's, well, like, it's, 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 it's got like the like Jurassic World is a sequel, but it's a reboot. It's you know the, what I'm saying. It's the it's, the, it's that's what I'm saying. Though, like with a like, it's the, like hell uh, Hellboy. Uh, there's some other there's some other movies where I would call them an actual like like you reboot. said, Beauty and the Beast is a remake. Yes, there's a couple correct. of little twists like with the mother, 100%. but it's basically the same thing. Right, same story right. beats. Halloween, like, Amazing Halloween 2018 is a reboot. Correct. Yeah, it's like exactly. a soft yeah. reboot because yes. it takes place in the universe, but they're starting new characters and it's meant to start a new franchise. Correct, and it's kind of got the same shed. It's, right. Yeah. So that's why, like Force Awakens, I would call a soft reboot because they're putting in new characters, but it still takes place in the same timeline. Everything still okay. happened. Um, but I mean, by definition, it's I, rebooting a franchise, right? It's yes. like if a franchise hasn't yes. been around for a while, we're rebooting it. Yeah, we're bringing it back. Exactly. Right? Like, but the, we're like not ignoring. Like the, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, on that note. Uh, Steve, any, what, what's a, what's a shit reboot? What's a, what's a reboot and why doesn't it work? Well, first off, I'll just say this right now. I know it hasn't happened yet, but if it ever does, I, I just want to say it for the future. I don't ever want to reboot to back to the future. It's my favorite movie. It's my favorite franchise. I don't ever want it to be touched. Hey. Uh, but an actual <laughs> movie, yeah. good taste. That's my, uh, Top three movies of all time. Yeah, that's on our About yeah. Me page, right? Yep. That yep. was one of the yeah, ones. Yeah, that is like, like the Back to the Future is the perfect script. It's, and I will yeah. say that Shazam is very close to it only because everything that you see in the beginning of the movie is you, almost you the You lost them. You, you lost them. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I kind of did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, bite my tongue. Uh, uh, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I did, that was more of a, just a joke. But I'm just basically saying that uh, Back to the Future to me is not only the perfect script, there's a reason they, they teach it in school because yes. the, the script is perfect. Everything you see in the beginning of the movie has concluded at the end. It's yeah. been brought it, up again. It's, it's taught yeah. in screenplay classes. Yeah, it's, it's fucking perfect. It really is. It's one of the few scripts that I would say is actually perfect. Uh, what's his name? Yeah. I didn't agree with you. Who? Uh, director. What's his name again? Why can't I think of his fucking name? Zemeckis? Zemeckis, he wouldn't agree with you. He doesn't really? Think it's perfect. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He said From a narrative interview. perspective, it's perfect. Yeah. Well, it does know, everything. You know what wasn't perfect? perfect? What? Welcome to Marwin. Yeah. Well, you know Son what? Son of a bitch. You're not wrong. I mean, I haven't seen it, but that's why I hear. Oh, it's yeah. fucking movie, so terrible. It's yeah. terrible. But I love How about Zemeckis. those reboots? Yeah, reboots. Yeah. So, so an actual <laughs> reboot, not, not one that I hope will never actually happen. But the reboot that, in my opinion, that was not needed was The Mummy. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. would agree 100%. Well, I they, mean, they would argue that we need the dark universe. The dark universe. That's true. That, okay. That's fine. But they, <laughs> they tried so hard. Tom Cruise, no. Russell Crowe, yes. I'll take that. But it just. I mean, I'll the, take them both in the right movie. Right? I, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you right. Know, I'm talking about I, the, I, I this movie specifically. I won't take either of them in the movie that we got, which was, you know, they oh were my just sleeping through. Oh, I forgot that about that yeah. movie. The fucking buddy who's like dead or whatever. His oh friend is Jake, one of the worst characters ever. Yeah. yeah. Ever. And you know what's worse? 
Tom Cruise's character is named Jake. So that really throws you off when Jake Johnson's going, hey, Jake, remember when you brought me back to life? Oh, that was great. Like, go fuck yourself. I love the fact that he's named Jake because it's just so stock. Like, it hey, is. It's Jake. It's Jaws. <laughs> you know, it is. such a stock name. Um, well, hold, so the mummy, though. OK, let's this one's interesting. Oof. Is the mummy one of those things like Frankenstein or Dracula or whatever that it's it's just destined to be made over and over again, right? Well, yeah, it's it almost is. owned yeah. by the people. At it this is. Point, well, right? it is actually. I believe it is in uh, like the public domain, right? Yeah. So I mean, it is something that can be remade. It's, it's public domain, but it's also Universal monsters. Like they do have uh, right uh, to the rights to something, so you can't right. do just any mummy well, movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I guess true. my question is like. Uh, like I would I would ask for a Universal Monsters movie. Like that sounds good. It's just you're making an action movie. Mm. So oh, we're getting I, hung I 100% sense. agree with you. So really no we're, we're really getting hung up on the whole like movies that nobody asked for, reboots that nobody asked right. for. So you're saying that you would actually ask for one. I would just ask not for this one. particular one. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah. So I but but you know what? I didn't to to Steve's point though, like I'm not asking for a remake of like the Brendan Fraser style action adventure mummy. Right. I would want like a horror movie mummy. Right. So so he's kind of correct. Right. Like nobody asked yeah. that. That's a good point. And, yeah. And you know what you know what's even worse about this reboot? Brendan Fraser isn't even in it. Yeah. No, like, where's I mean, his cameo? Is it a reboot of the Mummy with Brendan Fraser though? It's like a new thing. Well, right? it's a reboot of like the nineteen twenties, thirties one or whatever. I mean, it, that, it's, yeah. it's it's just the way they decided to use it, right? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, yeah, they wanted to use it because they. I mean, action is a bigger franchise, like a bigger tentpole franchise genre than say like horror, where you can you can make money in horror, but usually you kind of have to place your bets and make it a little bit lower budget. Right. You know? Um, yeah. And if you want to get technical, the Brendan Fraser mommy is also a reboot. Yes. yes. Yep. All I know is yeah. that when I ran out of the theater, I was like screaming like this. Insert Tom Cruise scream here. Oh God. I love that yeah. scream. I love ah! that. Ah! Yes. So Everybody stupid. remembers from the trailer. Yeah. It's so good. It's so but good. I will say though, um, what was it? Uh, Oh, what's it called, Jackson? On your port, 007 in general. Um, I to me, I've always been under the assumption that 007 is the moniker, so it could easily be a reboot and no remakes. Like it could be the same universe in general. Just over that, time, we get new 007. That's given the name James Bond. I've always loved that idea, but the reason that that doesn't work is because of the in the Daniel Craig ones. Once uh, Skyfall happens. And it's based on like this guy, this is where he grew up. He's 007. His name really is Bond. It comes from his family. Right. Once, well, you, once oh, that, that's right. I forgot that, that's, about that. That's the one that breaks it. Before that, I was like, I kind of liked the well, idea even, of it a, a moniker. Even before that, Casino Royale is kind of all about his origins. I mean, he's got his right. first kill at the beginning. Yes, in the exactly. black and white scene. Yes. Oh, you kind of find out. Dude, that movie is amazing. It really is. He's got the, you find out that like, okay, well, this is why he's kind of untrusting of women. Yes. Like, this is why he kind of treats them the way he does. Um, yeah, I, that's but an But at the same time, it takes one. place now, so this could just be the new, ironically, James Bond. No. I, that's no. a little yeah, too. Right. That's a little too wink, know, wink, I nudge, know. nudge. No, I've for... had this <laughs> argument though that like, yeah, the, the concept that Bond is actually like when it's a new actor, it's not the same guy, right? Uh, 
I've never bought that. Like, there's things that happen. I've so I, I've seen every Bond. Right. I own every Bond. I am a Bond fan. Can I? Um, can go I, ahead. Can I drop a, a a logic bomb on this? Okay. If he's supposed to be a spy, why would they give him the same name? Right. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, I love the idea. That makes sense. But it just. Yeah. It just doesn't like it just doesn't work. Well, also, like, why does he go into every place? And he's like, oh, James Bond, shaken, not stirred. Like, well, he was also married. But for the enemies, they're looking for a different James Bond. They're like, I can't find him. I was looking for the one that looks like Sean Connery. (laughs) All of this is because he was married in on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And he brings it up again, like three actors later about his marriage. Oh, Oh, okay, Yeah. So that was uh, George Lazenby and his only Bond appearance. And then Timothy Dalton brought it up in uh, A License to Kill. Mm -hmm. So fuck you guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and here he is like i'm not gonna judge you i'm j- j- judging you on your mcu I'm just, love yeah well i mean hey it's james bond hey, so it's okay bond got to 23 movies before mcu did shockingly yeah. it yeah. only took him 50 years yeah and bond it's MCU MCU did it 10 years in, well 11 years yeah it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> it is nuts it is nuts um so i'm gonna bring up one that i believe that nobody really yeah, we asked haven't really for. heard we haven't heard from you really on bringing ninja up turtles oh the 2014 ninja turtles movie um <laughs> i so forgot about that <laughs> that movie sucks balls it's a reboot totally it's, it's a total reboot um and i would say that the one from the the one from the 90s is fucking phenomenal that, uh listeners i don't know if you heard this but this is another one i think you can actually look up on our website alex i believe if i if i remember correctly you said this is like one of the most underrated movies the original yes teenage mutant Ninja Turtles. i i would say for the time i mean the movie's got like under a 50 percent on rotten tomatoes that's and, not and, fair and almost all of those reviews come from the time and I'm watching it today and I'm like, this is a tight script, good performances, decent Jim Henson work on this. Fight scenes are good. Music is good. It's got Sam Rockwell in it. This movie fucking rocks. Sam Rockwell? Yes. Who's he in it? He's one of the uh, the punks. He's Shut a, up. He's, he's in he's the, the one, original? Yes. He's the one who does mental or regular. No way. Yes. It's I fucking just, great. I just honest. I think. OK, now we're just nerding out. We're not on topic, but I yeah. have to say this. Shredder in the first Turtles movie is one of my favorite fucking bad guy designs because it's so simple. Yep. He looks like a fucking badass. Yep. And the whole concept of him like luring these kids in, like yeah. the downtrodden kids, it's fucking amazing. I'm sorry. It's a like, metaphor for Michael Jackson. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. And, and, and Alex, and I might Kelly. have heard you say this wrong, but. You meant the three Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Ninja Turtle movies in the 90s, right? Right. Those yeah, really okay. Okay. Yes. So that's the that's <laughs> where we get into the whole problem. That's the rub. That's the rub. Is That's why we got the reboot is because the third one sucked. Well, also the fact that it had been no, like 20 it. years. Hold you on. You didn't think the, the third one, one sucked? Listen, I haven't seen that as an adult, but as a okay. kid, I loved that movie. Watch it as an adult. Don't. Watch it, watch it, with, don't. Watch it with fresh eyes. That's all I have <laughs> so, to say. Even their costumes are bad. Yes. Like yeah, they have the, different, like, yeah. The animatronics got worse um, somehow. Listen, I, uh, I did that once with Spider-Man, with Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Not mm. the second, but the first one. I was just like, oh, no. Oh, you didn't like the first one upon rewatch well, as an adult. It. I loved it as a kid, but. As an adult, like 28-year-old watching it, because I saw it like two years ago, I was hmm. like, oh, wow, you can really tell they're all 30-year-olds playing high school. And yes. you can just tell like when Mary Jane's holding on to a doll yep. and stuff. And you you're know just what? like, wow, this is 
This is really like, I, like the second one's still great, but like the first one, I was just like, oh wow, this the is the emotion uh, in that first one is is fantastic, and the storytelling is really good. But it's technical. It's a little technical things like that. Like they go into the school yeah. and like the walls are like blank. Like there would be posters and shit right. everywhere. You know, that's weird that yeah. you bring that up because that's a good point. They deserve credit for the newer one, the the homecoming, mm. because they do seem like high schoolers in the new. one. Oh, they're at. They, oh, yeah. They made the smart decision of casting like a 17, 18 or 19 right. year old. You know, yeah. like they're all in the proper age range. So, yeah, yeah. Zendaya might be the oldest at like 22. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Tom Holland is 19 now, maybe 20. Really? Yeah, he's young. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but Ninja Turtles, this this fucking abomination. Michael, the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles. Yeah, the Michael Bay produced. Yeah, he didn't but, I mean, it. But you would be hard-pressed to tell if he directed this or not. It fucking blows. And it's got, what's it, Megan Fox in it? Fuck, this movie April. sucks. This movie sucks so hard. And... I would have taken a continuation of the 90s Turtles. Just call it Ninja Turtles, and they're in their 30s. Fuck it. And instead, instead we, we got Robo they gave us Shredder. Shit, Jackson, they gave us shit. Yeah, Robo Shredder and the other guy, the bad guy, the white dude. Like, it is bad. It's really bad. It is a Robo, like, Transformers Shredder. It is, yeah. absolutely. It's ridiculous. The Turtles are giant. Like, they're basically four hulks. They're monsters, yeah. Like, yeah. I loved I, the idea. I didn't see this until Amazon and I didn't even finish it. I was yeah. like, this is so bad. It's it's I mean, the banter is just atrocious and not. Yeah, it's not funny. Uh, Splinter sucks in it. Yes. Everything about it. So this is an example of everything is lost. All of it's not as good as it was in the original. Yeah. So and it's pathetic because like, look what they had to work with in the original. Yeah. And they made it a better movie. Yeah. I mean, I do think that this is one of those that falls into what you were saying by technicality. Yes, I would take a Ninja Turtles reboot. Right. But not this one. Right. Yeah. See, that's that's when you start talking about what makes a good reboot. Like, you need to have inspiration. You need to be able to think of things that that build upon and make it better than... Maybe modernize if it's been a long modernize time. Modernize it, but, right. But maybe not, like, don't be like, oh, here's a Twitter joke, you know? Like, don't... Don't get yeah. that modernized, you know, maybe modernize it thematically if you can without breaking it. Right. I would agree. But, yeah, you need to know that you've got something going like this latest Hellboy. Uh, like there, there's just nothing there. There's no reason to make that movie. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's, yep. Nobody asked for it. Uh, you don't, it would be one thing if they knew like the, okay, well we've got a great fucking brilliant way to bring Hellboy back. Right. Fuck it. Let's do it. Right. So what do you guys think about, and this is probably the, 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 the coup de gras on this topic. <laughs> this, this is, I think we'll, we'll leave it off, but Ghostbusters, the reboot. Oh yeah. It's coming. The, the no, second a, reboot. Well, so, that's the soft reboot. How okay. about the hard? I never Melissa saw McCarthy? it. I never saw the You Melissa. never did. No, Steve, no, I'm assuming you this. did. I did. I gave it a B minus. I thought did it was uh, it was pretty good for what it was. Really? I, I liked Chris Hemsworth and uh, what's her face from Saturday Night Live, uh, who everybody says that they were both like in a different movie. Mm. I actually like their parts the most. That's the highest um, grade I've ever heard for that yeah, movie. No, yeah. I know. I went in there. I went there with the wife and everything. And. Uh, I, I was expecting it to be really shitty, but I mean, we still have the original ones, so you can always go back to those. Right. And this one was just, you know, 
their own their own decision of what they wanted to do. Right. I, I think it was pretty funny. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't great or anything, but it's a cohesive storyline. I'm just for me for the other reboot that uh, what's his face is doing now. The son. Um, I can't think of his yeah. name. Jason something. Um, Reitman. He did Tully and Reitman. Yeah, yeah. He did Tully. He did. Uh, yeah. Uh, Juno and everything. The only thing I'm hoping for is that they somehow put like they they create the multiverse over it, and we can mm. see Leslie Jones just for a quick second, just no. so we can tell all the fanboys to fuck off. Because right. like so, it's it's a, it's kind of a slap in the face that we're not even going to acknowledge what happened so, two years ago, and so, we're already getting another one. So Steve, I'm going to call you Ryan Johnson because you just subverted my expectations <laughs> on how this would go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought the movie sucked and it's not okay. Um it's 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 the fact that it was so I thought lazily made from a script perspective. It is mm-hmm. none of the jokes are really that funny. Chris Hemsworth is sadly because it makes you sound like a sexist, but Chris Hemsworth was the funniest person in it other than uh I would say Kate McKinnon was really funny. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah. yeah. Um I don't and she was. She did feel like she was in a different movie and I'd rather the movie had been the movie that she was in. Um but I think the problem with that is that you love the original characters so much and it's not like an indictment on Leslie Jones or Melissa McCarthy or any of these these female actors and it has nothing to do with the fact that they chose to make it women. It's the fact that it's a not funny comedy. Well, wasn't wasn't, and I didn't see it. But yeah. I'm gonna get my piece in here. Yeah, the original Ghostbusters was a brilliantly written and penned comedic s- script. It's a masterpiece. It it really is. It is. Of, yeah, and and this movie, the is, first one. Yeah, the yes, original right? Ghostbusters. Yes. 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 Yeah. No, not two. Two is okay. I actually kind of like two. I know everybody hates it. Yeah. But, um, but this was like like people ad-libbing shit it was yes. like the classic you know it, it was let's very get much everyone like, in yes, a room and, and we'll just let them yeah right we'll let just them just let go. do let them yeah. be crazy yeah because they're funny actors so why wouldn't it be funny? right um but that's, that's sort of not like, ghostbusters like, ghostbusters right. is honed in it's a machine yeah well, it's I, completely fucking that's actually you're talking perfect scripts ghostbusters is pretty fucking close ghostbusters well, the first one is amazing i was gonna say steve that's kind of like that's kind of my point for this is that it's not my Back to the Future because oh, Back to the Future is my Back to the Future, but right. this is somebody's Back to the Future, right. and and it is really well written. So when they came out with it, I was like, I think the biggest mistake was one they started marketing it as like a sequel, and then they kind of yeah. like backtracked on that, and then you really pissed because people it off. One, you know, once you were like, oh, it's a sequel, it's set in the same universe, and then you find out it's not, and you're like, well, what the fuck. And then you see the movie, you're still like, well, Melissa McCarthy can be funny from time to time, and Kate McKinnon's good. Let's let's get. And then it turns out to be what it was, which was just Improv City. It's so disappointing, and that's not the reboot. I would take, and I don't even know if I would take. I don't know. I'm thinking out loud now. I don't even know if I would take a reboot on Ghostbusters. I think the original characters are so good. Yeah, in but that this first is going to be a reboot, right? The new one is supposed it's to be It's going to be like a Force Awakens style reboot. It's the soft reboot because all the actors are still coming back. I mean the ones that are alive. Right. But And J- Jason Reitman's the son of the original writer. Right. Right. And and they're and they're going to all the events that happened in the first two still happen, but yes, it's a soft reboot and then it's new characters we're following and we're restarting the story, you know. I hope it's good. I really hope it's good. I really do. Yeah. 
I don't know if it will be. I mean, just because it's written by the son of the guy. I mean, uh, he's got to know he's the best. Right. Yeah. But I think that's it for the episode. That is that uh, it for the episode. Steve, yeah. thank you for dropping by once again. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me and on. Again, a blast. Re- remind everybody where they can uh, find you, how they can find you. Yeah, you can check me out on Seen It Movie Reviews, where we review at least four movies every episode, whether they're new or old. And I'm also on Tied to the MCU. We just I just uploaded the review for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes 312 to 319, and then Civil War will be up in two weeks. All right. Perfect. Sweet. Uh, yep. Steve, it was a pleasure uh, finally having you on. Uh, I've been home with the movies. And I've been Jackson. Steve, you can you can say yeah. Come I on, been Steve. Steve. Who have you been? And I'm spoiler Steve. Perfect. Th- thanks, Steve. All right, bye. Have a good one, everyone. Bye. bye.